0: Hello everyone, I welcome you to The Butterfly Effect, a mental health podcast to help you navigate through adversity and begin your transformative journey to healing mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. From anxiety to domestic violence, this podcast will discuss a wide range of mental health topics, hearing real people discuss their raw experiences. Because this podcast touches on sensitive topics, listener discretion is advised, and the information that is provided is not meant to diagnose or treat any mental health condition or be a substitute for therapy. If you are experiencing any mental health symptoms while listening, I encourage you to contact somebody that you trust or a mental health provider in your community. So without further ado, let's get started. So last week, I discussed coping mechanisms and how that's a very important part of going on this healing journey because you are not only acknowledging your past and relearning how to love and accept yourself, but going on this healing journey is a courageous action because you are consciously deciding to understand every part of you, as well as learning to maintain your emotions and your triggers. But I feel aside from the acknowledgement stage and actually taking on this journey and making the necessary steps to do so, one of the hardest stages is establishing boundaries. And the reason why this is is because we all have established our own individual personalities and the older what we get, the more we want to be receptive to things around us and we want to either bring people in or based on our traumatic situations, we can actually close up even more because those wounds haven't been healed yet. And it almost hardens our heart. So sometimes we can either have too many boundaries or we don't have enough. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about boundaries, talk about why it's so difficult to establish them, ways that it can affect us if we do not have healthy boundaries, and how we can have healthy boundaries with our friends, with our family, and with our loved ones. So in my first episode, I discussed how the type of traumas that we experience can dictate the severity of our adverse effects, you know, whether it be um, not being able to connect with people in a certain way, having very high anxiety, being hypersensitive, all these are adverse effects to to our various types of trauma. And the time that we experience that trauma can drastically change our perspective on ourselves and the way we experience life. And it could change the way we view other people. So understanding vulnerability and understanding why we feel so vulnerable in those situations is something I highly emphasize because regardless of when we experience trauma, we feel Unsafe. We feel as though we have been taken advantage of in a way and somebody took away our right to be vulnerable consciously. And now we feel almost untrustworthy of allowing ourselves to be trustworthy of other people and other situations. So because we experience this, you feel lost, you feel exposed. And again, you feel very vulnerable in the situation. And as human beings, we don't like to feel that way. I, nobody likes to feel that way. Animals don't like to feel that way. Plants don't like to feel isolated. They don't like to feel like they are not getting the quality care and love that they should be receiving. Every living thing does not want to feel as though it has been abandoned. It doesn't want to feel as though it's so exposed to the point where it's you feel internally embarrassed and you feel that high intensity of anxiety. So, With these situations, when we feel as though our existence is being threatened, our response to the situation changes as well. And the way that we respond is the way that we feel threatened. And based on our overall stress response to the situation, this change can allow us to figure out our own space and to allow us to understand what's going on in the situation. So when we are in the face of danger... And we feel too vulnerable. As adults, we rather put everything out in the open or allow others to have direct or inexhaustible access to every part of us. And this is a result of not having healthy boundaries. This is actually a result of having too little boundaries, or possibly because of your trauma and because of the situations that you've been through and the type of way that you felt so vulnerable and because you felt that. Anx- anxious feeling, and you felt as though you were too exposed. Now you might feel like you don't want anybody to infiltrate that vulnerable side of you. You don't want anybody to make you feel uncomfortable. So instead, you build these massive walls internally and almost externally, too, where you end up pushing people away and you feel as though you have this mental security system and you have booby traps everywhere because you don't want anybody to. Infiltrate that deep part of you that doesn't want to feel exposed. And this can be the result of having too many boundaries. So, along with understanding our trauma, along with understanding things that we go through, we need to understand and have that conscious self awareness of, hey, like maybe I'm being too harsh or maybe I'm not being assertive enough. And this is why establishing healthy boundaries is so important. Because as social beings, we want to feel loved. We want to feel understood. However, being too extreme or having too little boundaries is an adverse effect to experiencing trauma. And many of you are like, really? I had no idea because I feel like I'm just protecting myself. And I'm not saying that you're not protecting yourself. You should protect yourself. You should protect that sacred part of you. You should protect your inner child, your ego, your super ego. You should protect your overall psyche, which is another word for spirit or soul. Because when we experience things, it pulls at our emotions and it shapes us so much that we don't want just anybody coming in and out. Their own will at the same time, people that really do want to get to know you, you can't close off completely. So, this is why establishing healthy boundaries is very important. Now, I recognize that boundary setting, as I mentioned, is a very difficult process. So, how can we establish boundaries? But what stops us from doing it? So, because you experience a type of trauma, that is already difficult. Whatever trauma you've experienced, whether it be, you know, one single event or it was continuous regardless of the type of trauma that you've experienced it leaves a certain mark on you and it's already very difficult to walk around and not feel like you have victim just written on your forehead and you don't feel as though you are bleeding out every time and everybody is looking down at you already and you're feeling vulnerable in that situation so You want to be protective of yourself. You don't want other people to see you as weak or that you haven't gotten over your trauma and that you are almost self-sabotaging yourself. But that's not true. I mean, trauma does challenge every part of you. It challenges your response to stress and how you maintain it. And depending on the type of trauma you experience, your boundaries were already broken. Let me also mention that when I use the word traumatic, I'm not saying it in a way where you think of it as this long blown out situation that just drastically changed your life because the thing is is that trauma and the way it has to do with stress. So how you deal with stress and what you consider to be stress or what made you feel unsafe is what reshapes your overall personality. And that's why it's very important to take a step back and to almost reflect on your past and reflect on the things that you have gone through because that's what continuously reshapes your personality and the way that you communicate with other people as well as how you believe and think about boundaries to begin with. Now, I also want to mention that some of you out there might have endured a childhood trauma experience or maybe interpersonal trauma meaning you've experienced a traumatic situation with involving loved ones or people that were very close to you and the idea of boundaries might be very intimidating to you primarily because as a child you're so vulnerable already and you look to parents as this physical embodiment of protection and individuals that are supposed to respond to your every need and want. However, when you are in situations where they violate your space and they put you through situations that induce so much stress, you end up losing so much trust because it disrupts the way that you formulate the idea of trust to begin with. And if you had gone through any Experience in your childhood or even adolescence, I want to state to you that take your time with establishing your boundaries and it's okay to think about having healthy boundaries or to let down your walls because there are some individuals out there that really do want to give you the quality care that you truly deserve, that your loved ones couldn't give you, your parents couldn't give you, your Teachers couldn't give you because you either experienced domestic violence, sexual abuse, uh, you have a mother or father wound. I want to emphasize to you that it's okay to go on this journey and to entertain the idea of wanting to have healthier boundaries because as a child, you had to come up with your own. mechanisms for defending yourself and protecting yourself especially at a young age so now as an adult you're having to relearn and understand what it means to trust other people but also to trust yourself and to trust your intuition in situations that you know are traumatic that you know that aren't going to be healthy for you and to not be in the cycle of victimization so take your time It's okay. And if talking about boundaries is very triggering for you, I want to emphasize to you that when you dealt with your childhood trauma, you had a very normal reaction to an abnormal situation. And you developed these ways to protect yourself and to make sure that you're never put in a situation like that again. So be patient with yourself and take the self-reflection process Very slowly, take it in little bite sized pieces so that you don't feel so triggered and anxious to the point where you feel as though you might feel guilty or feel fearful of even thinking about boundaries. So, for everybody, just know that when you're dealing with your triggers and you're having the self reflection process, recognize that your boundaries aren't meant to be a one size fits all situation. Your boundaries are going to be very unique for everybody, but it's also going to be unique for specific people because those specific people either have to do with the fact that you have a certain level of trauma. Maybe they have to do with individuals that never validated you as an individual. So just know and learn what your wants are, what you, how you want other people to um, respect you, as well as being assertive with what you want, because there's nothing wrong with telling people that they're making you feel uncomfortable. And there could be a variety of issues that come with having the lack of boundaries, and those are some situations I'm actually going to get into. One of those is that you fall into people-pleasing behaviors or, and we don't like to upset our loved ones but when it comes to boundaries we could fall into people pleasing because we don't want to make the relationship we've already established with that individual to be awkward so in turn we might what we might do to feel uncomfortable we might do things to make them feel comfortable but we end up Feeling uncomfortable in the process and this not only falls into people pleasing but it also falls into the fact that you we aren't validating our emotions and feelings in a situation we might not want to come off as picky or difficult or in your past situations you might have experienced times where you try to vocalize to somebody that you are uncomfortable and it was reinforced with It was negatively reinforced, meaning when you tried to tell somebody that you felt uh, vulnerable in a situation, or you're trying to express your needs and wants, the person that you were talking to belittled you, or they uh, paired it with a form of punishment. So now, mentally, you think, okay, every time that I want to vocalize how I feel with somebody, I might end up getting punished, or in some way shape or form and this is also very prevalent for those of you that have dealt with any interpersonal childhood trauma is that when you tried to talk to your mother or father about something they ended up responding with oh just grow up or they might ended up physically abusing you for trying to vocalize how you felt or told you don't cry like real men don't cry or you know any type of negatively reinforcing phrases that never helped your development it only made you feel more suppressed as an individual so just know that sometimes you might have accidentally as like associated trying to vocalize how you feel with punishment and doing this ends up depreciating you and making you feel depreciated in the process making you feel belittled and Just know that everyone wants to feel heard. You deserve to feel heard. You deserve to feel understood. So don't fall into behaviors where you feel as though you are attending to the needs of others rather than thinking of yourself first because you don't want to let other people down or you don't want to feel a sense of guilt and anxiety for telling somebody no. Because telling someone no is okay. No means no. Yes means yes. Maybe means maybe and that is how it should always be, and no one should ever tell you otherwise. Another issue with having lack of boundaries is that you end up getting manipulated by other people, or other people end up using you, and that's with having a lack of boundaries, like having to like not having enough boundaries because you are allowing other people to have direct access to your overall spirit to the point where you don't realize that other people are taking so much from you and they are not giving anything back in return and that is in the form of manipulating you that's in the form of using you for using and abusing your kindness Another is projection and having difficulty connecting with others. Now, this is due to having too many boundaries. We might have very high boundaries and we end up being very cold to other people and belittling others or scolding others for not having the same level as boundaries because we ourselves are projecting how we feel internally onto somebody else. And this is not a good thing, especially when we're trying to reconnect with other people and establish good, healthy relationships. You might end up pushing people away because you feel as though you don't want them to infiltrate that sacred space of you. It's almost as if your inner child is crying and it's trying to maintain a certain distance from people so it will build these huge massive walls and you end up that person ends up getting into this maze where there's traps everywhere because you don't want them to get to the core of you but this can end up being very difficult for you because you cannot condition yourself to think that everybody is going to hurt you however because of the situation that you've been through you have already in condition to the fact that people might not be good you might ha- you might come o- go go off saying no i hate people like i don't want no one to come near me like stay away like come close but don't and that's not you know that's when you have to almost reevaluate the way that you attach to other people and you build trust this all has to deal with building trust and learning how to be vulnerable and be vulnerable to the right people so that you don't feel like you're being too much because you will never be too much for somebody for somebody that will want more Will want more than just enough of you so recognize that vocalizing your needs doesn't have to be in the way of hiding how you feel or being passive aggressive to other people or leading to dramatic and difficult relationships because people really want to truly love and care for you. So don't be afraid to allow yourself to get to know people and be honest with yourself, like be honest with the people that you want to establish healthy boundaries with because at first you might come off as too as as maybe in your mind you might think you're being too assertive but do it in a way that makes you feel comfortable like i said establish boundaries with the mindset of not feeling anxious not feeling fearful and not feeling guilty another is being too impulsive and not thinking things through. This has to do with not having enough boundaries. Sometimes we can put ourselves in situations without truly really thinking about the consequences, not only of the consequences of the situation, but the consequences that we could be mentally putting ourselves through or, or, or emotionally. So this could be a problem. And that's when you don't have enough healthy boundaries. And this can lead to you becoming a situation more in situations because you end up throwing yourselves in situations that you didn't really think about, you don't know the gravity of, you don't know how it's really going to make you feel until until it happens. And then you realize, oh my God, here I go again. I'm placing in this situation again. Oh my God. You know, we don't want to continuously be on the cycle of victimization. All of those mentioned are ways that you can potentially maybe have a lack of healthy boundaries and maybe you have identified with some of them and you're wondering, queen, okay, I identified with X, Y, and Z, but what do I do to fix it? Help me. <laughs> so I am now going to tell you ways in which you can establish healthier boundaries because we deserve to have boundaries. It, we, we deserve to know what we will and will not tolerate from our parents, our friends, and our significant others. So the first is to know your limit. Know your own stance on your own on your own boundaries and this has to do with having a little bit of self-awareness of your emotions your feelings and your experiences because you have to know your own level of beliefs and values in order to understand your stance on your boundaries because you have to learn to defend that those certain boundaries internally because if somebody is treating you a certain way and you don't like the way they're treating you you have to know your own stance on wait a second what kind How are they making me feel uncomfortable and why are they making me feel uncomfortable? Is it something I can or cannot tolerate? Is it a big deal to me? How does it trigger me? Does it trigger me physically, emotionally, mentally? What is my response? This is all the process of knowing your stance and standing by it and knowing your limits. Know when someone is crossing the line. An example of this could be, let's say that you experienced a traumatic situation where you got robbed. And You told your good friend about it, and your good friend thought it'd be funny to take all of your stuff, hide it, and see how you would react. And you react in a panic way, trying to find everything, and it induced the same level of stress of the robbery that you experienced because it triggered you. So you're looking around, you're freaking out, and your friend is laughing, watching you in a state of panic, and then your friend ends up telling you, it was just a joke, I had it the whole time. This is when you feel as though, what the heck, like, you know that I went through this traumatic situation and it made me feel some sort of way. Maybe I didn't. Maybe this is where you feel as though you need to set boundaries with people, how people joke about the things that you go through. And it's not like everybody around you has to walk on eggshells and not, you know, have to feel like they don't want to trigger you. It has nothing to do with that. You have to communicate in a way where your, uh, the people in your circle understand that there are certain things that you will not tolerate and there are certain things that you will tolerate. So just know who you are talking to and the stance of your beliefs because some people might feel as though you are being Too much, or you're being too picky or difficult. But if you're talking to them in a very clear and concise way and they're not respecting your boundaries, then they shouldn't be a part of your life. And that's just a hard pill to swallow, but it's something that I feel as though I should very much emphasize. The second thing is to go within, have a meeting with yourself, have a meeting with your feelings, and Ask yourself why you're feeling agitated or why you're feeling stressed out about something in order for you to not react in a way that's counterintuitive. So going back to that robbery, maybe you re, let's say you react in a way where you're starting to yell and you blow up the situation more than you probably should. And this ends up breaking the relationship that you have with your friend Because you aren't communicating, you end up acting out in aggression or you act out with going within and you're passive aggressive and you're not actually communicating to that individual how you felt. And this is why it's very important to go within because mental health is not something that is truly that everybody around you can physically understand. Your experiences are replaying in your mind and they have their own little file within the little file cabinet in your mind that you pull information from and the brain is constantly assessing situations in order to make sure that that file cabinet doesn't get opened. So this is why I feel as though mental health is something that you really have to, it's a journey that's not only something that you have to make you know, changes in your physical life but changes in your own in your own mind it changes in how the way you think about things so instead of acting out of aggression or instead of acting out where you're passive aggressive or not communicating with somebody don't be afraid to vocalize say hey i didn't appreciate that joke i understand it was a joke but i didn't find it very funny to me and this is why so I, please do not do that again And that's a way that you can be assertive. You can tell the individual how you feel because you are going within and you're validating how you felt in the situation in order to manage your stress, to go through your own um, ways of coping. Because when somebody puts you through a situation where you feel stressed, your mind's already coming up with your defense mechanisms and you're already thinking of ways to cope with that situation. So take that step back, manage the way that you respond to that stress in order to communicate to that person how you feel. And stand your ground, be firm, be direct about how you feel, be assertive, sweetie, because some people do not deserve to walk all over you and think that they can manipulate the situation and make you sound crazy for reacting in a way that's making you feel uncomfortable. And that's just facts. Another way to establish healthy boundaries is to consider your past and present self. This is where, you know, I constantly reiterate the the fact that when you're on this healing journey, you need to reflect on who you were so that way you can understand who you are now, so that way you can become the person that you want to be in the future. Because your past is a very key part to understanding any part of you. Your past is what made you you so don't be afraid to go within and to take the baby steps to reassess how you were feeling before so that way you can make the necessary changes of how you want to feel now and the past doesn't have to be 10 years ago it could be a week ago it could be two days ago all of those are ways that you can assess ways that you responded to situations that made you feel uncomfortable and in a way to cut off what doesn't serve you as well as think about how people are are, are treating you as well as understanding what the reciprocation of energy is between you and another person. So you can actually honor your feelings and you can honor your past because when you don't do that, when you belittle your past and you feel as though, oh, the past, is the past, that's a way of depreciating and devaluing because your past is a key to understanding your future and understand who you are in this present moment so start small so that you don't trigger yourself start in a way where you don't feel too overwhelmed with your with your past situations that way you can make the necessary steps to be better as a person another way is to seek support find practice healthy boundaries with people that actually do help you with boundary setting this I want to shout out my best friend, Josh. He's so good at this. Um, he has helped me establish healthy boundaries, and we've practiced ways to establish boundaries. And I even asked him because he has, in my opinion, very healthy ways of looking at boundaries. And, you know, when I was going on my healing journey, we would have long discussions, and he would make me talk about, okay, what are key things that you feel like make you feel triggered? okay now how do you feel when you feel triggered all right so what kind of boundaries do you think you need to have and what's the severity of these boundaries and are these flexible or are these inflexible meaning when you think about your boundaries are they things that are set in stone or are they some things that maybe you can let your walls down a little bit for certain people because they're not going to trigger it as much as you think they are so giving yourself permission to just speak up and advocate for yourself and also giving other people permission to help you on this process. Finding people that you know practice very healthy boundaries and can help you and honor your boundaries in return. Now, some of you are thinking, okay, Queen, this is really cute for my friends and maybe even my significant other. But what about my parents? Like my parents are sometimes over over controlling or under controlling and it's hard to establish boundaries with them and they constantly come up with phrases like, Oh, I'm your I'm your mom, you you need to respect your elders, blah blah blah. Let me tell you that have a little compassion and a little bit of taking an even further step back because when you're thinking about your parents, your parents establish these certain values and belief systems in you and they still see you as this mold that they have tried to create but as you get older those values and beliefs that you thought were good for you they end up getting challenged as you're an adult and that's why you reshape the way that you think about things and it might be opposing to how your family feels so It's okay to go through these same steps with your parents, but go at it in a way where you're incorporating compassion and you are demonstrating appreciation because they're only trying to protect you or they're only feeling as though they have to do these things. But it's okay to be assertive in a way where you can be compassionate because you're being compassionate towards yourself and you're being compassionate towards your parents. And this can be a very difficult process because your parents might lash out in a way that makes you feel even more triggered, and it actually ends up blowing up into a situation that was bigger than what it really was. So it's okay to take that step back. It's okay to recognize that you want to respect your parent, but your parent should also respect you too. They should respect your boundaries, things that make you feel uncomfortable, and if they don't appreciate that, just continuously try to reiterate that because you deserve to feel validated you deserve to be understood and it's natural for you to break out of the mold that your parents have tried to put you in because recognize that the way that they're raising you is the is because they themselves have gone through situations and experiences that they don't want you to go through or even maybe your parents were the ones that caused so much pain on you because they've experienced so much pain and they haven't assessed their own wounds and have gone on their own journey in order to understand themselves to be able to understand you and at that point it's not your job to fix people it's not your job to fix your parents however you can set an example for your children you can set an example for people around you your cousins brothers, sister to be this person where you know what I'm going to practice healthy boundaries. I'm going to practice healthy ways of coping. I'm going to go on this mental health journey and nobody can stop me because I deserve to understand every part of myself. I'm going to validate myself. I'm going to honor myself and my feelings and emotions. And if nobody is doing that because they are feeling they haven't understood their own wounds, then that is their own things to deal with. They have to deal with their own demons, they have to deal with their own journey. So, just be communi- communicate in a clear, concise way. Know your limits. Go within. Understand your feelings. Stand your ground. Know when to take a step back when you're feeling as though someone is making you feel anxious, guilty, or fearful. Know and consider your past to understand your present self because I want all of you to know that you are worthy of having healthy boundaries my phone rang i'm so sorry guys but recognize and know that it's okay to have healthy boundaries you are worthy of that you are worthy of all things amazing and beautiful all right everyone that is the end of this week's episode i hope all of you guys enjoyed it i truly enjoy discussing ways to help all of you understand yourself in depth especially when it comes to boundaries because I know that that not just pulls at your traumas and the stressful situations that you had to endure but also with dealing and maintaining the stress that you deal with with every life experience and on top of that relearning how to trust people and be vulnerable as well as understanding that it's okay to trust yourself and be vulnerable with yourself as well. So I hope that you were able to identify ways that you maybe had a lack of healthy boundaries in order to now establish healthier boundaries for yourself. Because This can be very difficult because individuals will constantly try to trigger you or challenge the boundaries that you do have, but know that it's okay to be assertive, to honor yourself and honor the things that you want to stand up for because your experiences are worth fighting for, they're worth advocating for, and you as an individual are worth advocating for as well. So I am sending a big virtual hug because... I know that this can be so triggering. It can be very, um, it can just be something that you just feel so uncomfortable with trying to establish, but take baby steps, take a step back, understand every part of you because every part of you is important and every part of you should feel loved and understood as well as safe with people and with yourself. So I want to end this week's, um, episode with some positive affirmations. I am grateful for my life. I love who I am becoming. I am learning how to validate and advocate for my emotions. And I am healing in ways I could have never imagined. If you loved this week's episode, guys, please share, subscribe with your friends and family. I appreciate your love and support, and I will see you on next week's episode.